0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Random Joe Show. It's March 31st, 2018, and we are back with another look at some video games. I had a a great week gaming, and I hope you did too. If you're new to the podcast, this show is a video game book club where we play random games together and discuss them. And then I create this show once a week with discussion and my thoughts about the games we played together. If you're not a part of our Discord or the conversation on Twitter, I would invite you to join us as we play through video games together. That's the point, that's the goal. Uh, with all those formalities uh, out of the way, uh, let's let's get on with the show. Each weekend, I'm going to release um, this show into the wild and announce the next game that we'll be playing together. Half the time, it's going to be a game that's free on PS Plus or Xbox Games with Gold. The other half will be random games from my collection, in the hopes of playing through everything that I own. I'll also release 38-minute impressions, uh, a segment. It's about 10-15 minutes where I play a random game in my collection and then kind of post my thoughts and my impressions of the game from that limited brief play session, and that will drop during the week. So weekend main show, uh, a little longer with the game of the week and your discussion in it, and then a random game that's part of my 38-minute impressions throughout the week. So that's what we want to do. That's what the show's about. So without further ado, let's get on to our game of the week, Uncharted 2. Uh, this was developed by Naughty Dog for the PlayStation 3, and it was it's regarded by many still as one of the greatest games of all time, and I was really looking forward to checking this game out again. Um, I have been fairly critical of the Uncharted games uh, for a few reasons in the past. Uh, I didn't actually play the Uncharted games on PS3 during the time that they were released. I bought a PS3 after the PS4 came out, and I was looking for some things to play, found a really good deal on it, and picked it up at that point. But even before then, I had actually watched on YouTube people stitching together the cutscenes and even the dialogue from different parts of the game into essentially a movie of all of the different story aspects of the game, and really loved what I saw there, and and really felt like it was this very interesting and cool adventure game, had a lot of people recommend it to me, and what ended up happening was that when I played it, I was underwhelmed after loving the storyline. Felt like it missed the mark in some key ways. Coming back to it's been really great, because I don't have the baggage of either trying to live up to this standard that I had envisioned of it in my mind, and one of the other things that's happened since then is that I had played the Tomb Raider games, the newest ones, and those had kind of affected my uh, kind of belief of its gameplay systems, which I think are still not the best in the genre, but what the game does really well is exceedingly special. And it was great to have that conversation with you guys this week. There were a couple guys that, that posted their thoughts that I'll include here as we move through the show. And uh, it was just great to play through this game. And I almost got through the entire thing this week, which is surprising because I put a ton of time into Destiny 2, which I'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, but Uncharted 2 was our game of the week. That's the one we played together. And, and some of you shared your thoughts on it and what you loved about it, what you remembered about it. And, and I, I must say that I was really blown away by this game. Uh, in the end, and, and what I liked and what I was critical of kind of changed in their balance. And I think this is a game that I would say is is definitively a classic, and one of the best games uh, out there, especially in its particular genre. And so let's let's talk about what I liked, what I didn't like, my impressions, and then your comments. That's kind of how we'll go through this Game of the Week section. So first, what I liked. First thing is the soundtrack. The soundtrack is so memorable. It's really good. Whether it's that opening theme of Nate Drake's theme or just the different moments in the game, the soundtrack is extraordinary. It's really, really great. And uh, if you've never heard it before, I think it stands on its own as just a really incredible work uh, of of art. And and the soundtrack, the music of the game are just tremendous. It's a a great uh, study, uh, soundtrack to use, or a great work soundtrack to use if you don't want to listen to something without words. It's really good, and the soundtrack is just as breathtaking as I remember it being. Secondly, and I think this is the thing, the area where Uncharted separates itself from the pack the most, is in its acting, its writing, and its characters. The characters are extremely awesome, and there's all these little things, and, and I'll point to a couple examples. One of them is where Elena one of the female characters, she's like the love interest, is kind of getting up off the cliff and she reaches out her hand to kind of like grab on and, and have Drake help her help her up as they're exhausted from fall almost falling off this cliff and being in this, you know, epic chase with these trucks and all of these explosions and all this other stuff, right? And as she reaches up, she kind of like flit, flicks her hand a little bit. And it's so realistic as she does that, where Nate kind of like, you know, awkwardly kind of grabs it. In a normal video game, you would just assume that that was some kind of a bug or a quirk, right? But but it didn't look like she was flailing in a way that was unnatural. It looked normal. So many of the character animations, so many of the character points of dialogue. There's another moment in the jungle where you and Sully, one of their characters, are walking through. And uh, and and there's a comment made, and, and Drake is like, oh, yeah, yeah, just like in, I think it's Montreal, or he said, or whatever the city was. And, and he, and Sully kind of laughs and says, oh, you're never going to let that one go. That's the kind of stuff that really separates this game. It's those little moments that feel just so real and both in the performance of the actors, in the performance of the motion capture, in the, in the artistry of that acting and the way that that acting is captured in the game is spectacular. It's spectacular. And, uh, and it really is Second to, I would say second to no one, this is one of the reasons why The Last of Us is largely considered to be one of the great classics in video games of our era, is that it is it nails those things. The interactions between the characters, the writing, the, the storyline, and just the way that they engage with one another is so refreshing and so interesting. It draws you in, it doesn't feel contrived, it doesn't feel weird, and what's funny is that in a game where that is so grounded. The The story is insane. One of the things that, that I think is kind of to its detriment is that there are times when Nate kind of or Elena or Chloe or whoever um, are looking at other characters and you, you're supposed to feel bad about like, you know, the violence that's taking place. You kill like five, six, seven hundred people throughout the course of this game. Uh, Nate Drake is a mass murderer, you know, incredible. Like the, there are all these armed guards. You kill like a thousand people in an army that's chasing after you throughout the course of this game. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Even some of the places that he goes it doesn't make any sense. It's still great, and it's believable. Not because the story is believable. Not because the writing of the of the you know where they go next and what they do is remotely close to being. You know, believable. It's because the characters are believable. It's because you hear Nate and Elena and Chloe and Sully talking with one another, and you you buy it. You buy into it because the their interactions are so genuine and so true that you can't help but but be sucked into the story. And the story's great. So I love the acting, the writing, the characters. I think that that is the area of the game that is so above. Uh, above average, and really in its own echelon. I don't think there's very many games that have done those things as well as Uncharted. And in some ways, those compensate for the areas that Uncharted 2 is is weak in. And these are things that, that, that Uncharted only gets better at. As the, as time goes on, as you play the other Uncharted games, it only gets better. And, and I'm, I'm very excited to see what Naughty Dog can do next with the next Last of Us game. I didn't love The Last of Us in terms of its combat, but, but it was true in the same way. Those characters, the writing, the acting is just so far ahead of what anybody else is doing. And, and I want to see more of what Naughty Dog does. Anytime Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog releases a game, I'm going to be all over it. I love what they do. And, uh, and they really have set themselves apart from the pack. If you haven't played an Uncharted game, you've got to play it first one is not not nearly as good um, in terms of its gameplay and kind of the just some of the some of the aspects of it two refines that formula tremendously and then two three four all tremendous games four is my favorite and we'll kind of get into that a little bit later but, but I really love what they did in two as well uh, another thing I really liked about the game is its pacing it is it is a very intense game but it has some very very well placed quiet moments and it's it's the quiet moments. It's the it's the just the gradation of color, as you go through one minute you're in this frozen tundra, the next second you're in a lush jungle, the next second you're in you know a mountain landscape, the next second you're in some in, you know dense inner city kind of uh, area. It's just really good. They do a great job mixing up the locales even down to just the weather. Sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's snowing, sometimes it's raining, and it all looks good. And the pacing of the storytelling of the gameplay is excellent. Next, set piece moments. Like, there's there's one moment where you're in a city that's under siege, and a helicopter literally comes and, and destroys a building, and you have to jump out of the building as it's collapsing. These set piece moments in, in Uncharted are just incredible, and they're they're the next best thing after the after the acting, the writing, the characters. The next best thing are these awesome set-piece moments. And uh, like I said, uh, some of the people that commented want to talk about the set-piece moments, and rightfully so, they're extremely awesome in all the Uncharted games, and they're especially good in Uncharted 2. I also really love the graphics. Surprisingly enough, the, the graphics are, they really hold up. And I think it might just be because of the, the remastered element of of PS4, but I know that when Uncharted 2 came out, it was hailed as one of the best-looking games that had been made up to that time. When Last of Us came out, it was the same way. When Uncharted 4 came out, it was the same way, so I'm not that surprised that it it holds that high standard, and really the remastered for PS4 looks very nice still. Captures some aspects of even facial animation that, even though the eyes look kind of wonky and and lifeless like many video games of that era, uh, the the facial expressions still communicate so much. And that, that goes back to the acting, and, and the way the artists capture that acting is, is really, really great. Um, one of the other aspects I really liked was there's this little touch where Drake has a notebook. And when you come to certain puzzles, Drake will reference this, this notebook that he has, and he'll open it up. And you can actually open the notebook and flip around in the pages, and he'll be recording things as you play through the game. And so your notebook will actually expand, and you'll, you can flip through to all the pages that you used and those notes will allow you to solve the puzzles. Now ultimately those those do trivialize the puzzles, but it really gives you this sense that you are the treasure hunter. And that that subtle touch, those the way that those puzzles are are brought into the game really does I think continue to channel that spirit of I'm this I'm this character. I'm playing through this. I'm seeing through this adventure with him and with his friends. And and that really does communicate extremely well, and so I, I really like that that little subtle touch I feel like is is pretty awesome uh, One of the things you've got to mention if you're talking about Uncharted 2 is the opening sequence uh, If you have not played the game before the game begins you're on a train That you know you're, and you're looking around trying to figure out where you are you're bleeding you're disoriented and you almost fall off of this out of the train car because the train car is actually suspended over a cliff face. And your character then is climbing up the, the side of the train car and it's very intense. The train car is, you know, parts of it are falling off into the into the chasm below you. And you eventually snake your way across and through the, the train cars and then the train starts to fall off the edge and you've got to run and jump and then what happens is that periodically throughout that process, Nate falls and gets knocked unconscious briefly as he's moving his way through that train car and then through the the frozen area, trying to remember what has happened to him and why he is in this state and why he ended up where he was. What then happens is that the game goes through flashbacks, introduces the main principal characters of the story, and begins to introduce why you are where you are, but it takes the first, I mean, it's probably the first two thirds of the game are getting you back to that point that you started at. And the train sequence of the exhilarating trying to get out, as well as just the curiosity of how did I get here and how did, how do these moments that I'm now being treated to in cinematic form, how do they relate to where I am now? How did I get here? What does this have to do with anything? And the opening section with the train is one of the best openings, uh, in any game I've played, it's really great. It's, it's up there, uh, and and if you have not played Uncharted 2, it's definitely worth playing, even just for that moment. That first sequence is tremendous. It's a great example of how to bring gamers into the story and how to get them ready to play the game. Now, those are the things I like. A lot of things that are a lot of praise, a lot of things you're thinking, wow, this has got to be one of the best games it's ever made, and I could definitely understand that argument. There are some things I didn't like. And, and here are the things I didn't like. The first, the, the combat and shooting does feel clunky to me. It is better, in my opinion, in the remastered. Maybe that's just because I hated the PS3 controller and those silly, uh, what are they, con- convex sticks, the sticks that popped out. You can't rest your thumb in them. They kind of push your thumb away. I, I didn't like those at all. I didn't like the PS3 controller. Um, but either way, the shooting just never really felt great to me. And this goes into... Uncharted's greatest strengths are its storytelling, its characters, its set piece moments, its acting and and writing, all these different things that so few games do well. But it's not that fun to play. And, And this is my principal complaint with both Uncharted 2 and the other Uncharted games, is that while they immerse you in this world and draw you into it, there are ways that the gameplay breaks you out of connecting with it in a deeper way, at least for me, the combat, the shooting, it feels off, it feels clunky, once again, the idea that Drake gets shot at one point during the game, which brings you to that opening sequence, and as as you play through it, you're thinking, I've been shot at like a bazillion times, I've killed thousands of people, when Drake hesitates in those ways, or when he, he's going to bring this camera guy through who's been shot, w- why? Like You've been killing thousands, literally thousands of people. It just seems like it doesn't mesh with the rest of the story they're trying to tell. The combat and shooting did not translate to me. Climbing also feels a little wonky, and I often ended up not knowing where to go or jumping to my death. It was common. And this is really interesting, and we're going to get into this as we get into some of the feedback that you guys left for me, is that I think that Uncharted and Tomb Raider, the newest Tomb Raider series, are like opposites. For me, Tomb Raider feels amazing to play. But the story really misses the mark for me. It's not that interesting. Acting, apart from Lara Croft herself, really leaves a lot to be desired, in my opinion, especially Especially when you compare it to a game like Uncharted. Uncharted has that in spades. The story in Tomb Raider is not that interesting to me. But the gameplay, the combat, the shooting, the climbing, all of that is amazing in Tomb Raider. And it really isn't, I mean, it's barely above average in Uncharted in my opinion. Some of you may disagree with that. I'd love to hear your comments and your feedback on that. But that's what I don't like about Uncharted. I really like what Uncharted's doing most of the time. The only exception to that is when I'm in those moments. And this one of the other things as well is the body armor on enemies and just the general difficulty of the game. Now, the game is strongest, I feel, when you're not in combat. And so it seems it seems unusual to me that a game that is so fixated on story and that excels so well at story would be so hard and punishing even down to the fact and this one of the things that makes the shooting not feel good by the time you're a couple hours in the game you're starting to fight guys that have full body armor to the point that a headshot is not going to kill them you've got to do sometimes you're you're literally going to fire your your AR you know or your uh, AK47 into them just constantly just to get their body armor down and if you're playing on the harder difficulties one shot from forever away and they can kill you it's incredibly difficult I have to play this game on easy, and, and honestly, I play it on very easy sometimes as well. Um, it, it just seems like for a game that is so devoted to story, it takes this hardcore, hard-edge difficulty, and even the idea of body armor where, yep, that headshot doesn't kill him. You gotta shoot him again, because he had a helmet on. I just don't like it. It feels cheap to me. It feels like the wrong way to make something harder. I feel like making it harder in a way that makes more sense is the game excels in its puzzles. So make combat a puzzle. Don't make it just about if you can aim and and shoot him in the head three or four or five times. And as you get later in the game, some of the enemies that they face you with are just enormous bullet sponges, even on easy. And so I, I am more of a casual. I will readily admit that that I am a casual, and so maybe it needs to just be hard so that <laughs> people who like that stuff can have that as well, but it really turns me off a bit when the game has these uh, really high difficulty spikes. Now, I think that Uncharted 3 has much worse difficulty spikes than, than, than 2 does. I think 1 has much worse difficulty spikes than, than 2 does, uh, and I think 4 is the best of the bunch because the shooting feels much better, the climbing feels much better. It seems like they've learned, they learned a lot from Tomb Raider, but specifically about Uncharted 2, those are my main criticisms. It's not as fun to play, not for me. I don't like the combat as much, I don't like the shooting as much, I don't like the climbing as much, and I don't like the difficulty as much. Um, th- that being said though, those are the things I didn't like. This game's still an absolute classic. It's still a gem. The franchise is really at the top of the genre. There's very few games that can even approach what they're doing in storytelling, even even story-based games, I feel, don't really get to that level. And and I really love what they're accomplishing in that space, and I think it should always be commended. It I think it is a must-play. If you have a PlayStation console, you absolutely have to play Uncharted 2. You, you just have to. It's up there with a game like Shadow of the Colossus for me, that if you have a PlayStation console and you're not playing this game, what are you doing? This game's incredible. It deserves to be played. It deserves to be experienced. And in regards to storytelling, writing, and acting, it sets the standard for everything else. It sets the standard absolutely for everything else in the video game space. And so I love this game. I think it's great. Um, I have misgivings about it. I don't love playing it all the time, but I love what this game stands for and what this game is. And, And I fully intend to both watch the movie more, and play it again more. I think I've watched the movie three or four times now. I've played through the the entirety of the game three or four times now, and and I really love what Uncharted does and what it is, and it it makes me want to go back to 4, because I think 4 is the best Uncharted, and and I love what they do in 4. So that's that's my impression. Uh, Let's hear about your thoughts, though. What did you think about it? That's what I want to know. Perhaps you've got more thoughts and you want to share them with me on Twitter or in our Discord. Please do that. I'd love to hear more about your ideas, your thoughts about Uncharted 2. Here's what Ben TB in the uh, in the Destiny Reset Discord said, Uncharted 2 got me my PS3. I also think that it is the pinnacle of what I consider the spectacle game, where one of the key pulls of the game are those big, sweet set pieces. In my opinion, it's the best Uncharted game. The problem a lot of the set piece games have is that while amazing to look at these set pieces, they aren't really that fun to play. Uncharted 2 hits that mark for me, though. Imagine turning on your next-gen console, and the first thing you see is you hanging off the cliff on an icy train. Oh, I just remembered that train level. So many good memories. And Ben, I 100% agree with you that it, it nails those things so well. Uh, as I mentioned before, my misgivings are with the, the combat. I think it's still better than average, but because everything else in the game is so good, it kind of it hurts me a little bit that that is not as excellent. The the combat, the set pieces, like you mentioned, are just absolutely incredible and it really is i think at the pinnacle of that genre of spectacle game and that's why i think uncharted 4 when they finally nail some of those puzzle um and and gameplay aspects it really stands alone as as just way above everything else big populos and i talked a lot about um this game in the random joe show discord to well, once again invite you to be a part of that if you're not Hit me up on Twitter for an invite, I will be glad to send it to you. Here's what Big Papa said. He said I love the opening moments. I have a bad fear of heights and open and that opening sequence really made my you fill in the blank pucker. If you don't care for the gunplay, switch to lock on. I had way more fun that way. So he's addressing kind of the difficulty that it di- it does have some difficulty issues, you know, and the the gunplay is a is a problem. He says, if I remember correctly, uh, number two, Uncharted 2, goes to the Himalayas where you explore the frozen mountains, which was amazing. Two had that B.A. chat or cheat menu, which was taken out in three. You can purchase and equip weapons on the fly. Uh, Yeah, and and that's ultimately like the the setting of the game was just incredible. He also talked about the fact that at the very end, the final boss battle was frustrating but cool, and I would 100% agree. I think it's really cool where they go, but it is not fun to play. Um, bullet sponges for days. It, it's just insane. Um, he also said that the series as a whole is phenomenal. I would agree with that 100%. He says 1 and 2 does some supernatural stuff, but it's not in the last three console games. And I think that that's one of the really interesting things about the fact that they didn't just stick completely to the formula. They created this formula in 1 and 2 that kind of shifts towards supernatural. and uh, And it doesn't end up shifting that way in the last three games. Now for something like Indiana Jones, which has a similar bend to it, right? It's, it shifts supernatural. Um, the way that they handle the non supernatural in this game is super well done, not in two, but in, in, the other uncharted games moving forward. Also, we talked about tomb Raider, um, big Papa. I agree with this hundred percent is what he said. I like the combat puzzles and exploration better in tomb Raider. That being said, I feel more like a treasure hunter in Uncharted. I 100% agree with that statement. He said, I didn't care too much for the stories in Tomb Raider after a while. I was looking at the artifacts I found and then got tired of it. Maybe since I had played Lost Legacy and 4 recently, I felt that each object you found in Uncharted was part of a bigger mystery in them. And I, Once again, I agree with that 100%. The, the, the collectibles in 1, 2, and 3 are not really that interesting. Tomb Raider really took those collectibles and did something interesting and different with them, but then I think that Uncharted one-upped them in Lost Legacy and 4. I think the collectibles in Lost Legacy and 4 are incredibly good. They definitely give you that that flair of being a treasure hunter. 2 doesn't really have it. It has these random collectibles that are scattered throughout the area, and as you progress through the storyline, there are objects and relics that you get that are tied to that that are very interesting. But in terms of the collectibles themselves, 4 and Lost Legacy really one-upped Tomb Raider, which one-upped Uncharted 2. Uh, but they did have a lot of those collectibles. Um, but that's, those, are, those are your thoughts. So so I really appreciate you guys giving me your, your feedback and your thoughts both on Twitter, in our Discord. Uh, my hope is that we'd continue to be able to develop more conversations around these games and that you would enjoy getting a chance to to share what you're loving about our game of the week. Now, that was last week's Game of the Week, Uncharted 2. I hope that if you've never played it before and you've got a PlayStation console, that you do that. It's a great game. Well worth playing. It's definitely a gem, and it's well worth your time, even though it has some aspects I'm not as crazy about. I did find that as I came back to this, I have a deeper and greater appreciation for Uncharted 2, and I'm glad I got a chance to go through this. Thank you, Random Button. You never fail me. Now, next week's Game of the Week. I mentioned this last time. What I try to do is half the games that are game of the week are free games on PS Plus or on Xbox games with gold. Last time we did Superhot, which was an Xbox games with gold game. So this week we're going to do Ratchet and Clank. Now, I believe today is actually the last day you can get this game for free, um, March 31st. So if you please get it, if you don't already have it, hopefully you have picked it up. Hopefully, if you're interested in being a part of the conversation that you've picked it up this coming week. Um... But I hope you pick it up. Ratchet & Clank. I never played this game before. I'm very excited to try this out. I've heard lots of good things. Big Papa, who commented a lot about Uncharted, was a big fan of Ratchet & Clank, and I'm sure that he and I are going to have a lot of discussions about it as I play through it for the very first time. So I hope that you join us in that and play that alongside us. Now, game of the week after that. So those of you who are on Xbox are like, oh, dang, two PlayStation games in a row. Well, that's how random goes sometimes. But what we are going to do is, I am gonna gonna give you the game that we're gonna do after Ratchet and Clank. It's two weeks two weeks away, so that you can kind of think about what that is and uh, and be preparing for it. Now, typically I go with games that are already in my inventory, but I wanted to do a different one for this case. Sometimes I want to add games that I want to play and that I'd like to play in, in a in a community sense. And this game was recommended to me by a YouTuber I like to watch named Slow Wolf. He primarily is known for awesome knots videos, but has done a variety of other videos as well. And he talked about the fact that there was a, a game that came out a couple months ago called Full Metal Furies. And uh, it's by the developer who made Rogue Legacy. And so Rogue Legacy is a game that I really liked, and I'm really interested to see what these guys have come up with. Evidently, the game is one part brawler one part intricate puzzle game on the level of the witness now i love the witness and if you did too i want to really encourage you to jump in and i want us to do this game kind of together now we'll try not to be as spoilery as we possibly can because i don't know anything about this game either so this week, we're going to play Ratchet & Clank. Next week, I want to encourage you to pick up Full Metal Furies for Xbox One or PC. It's on sale right now on Xbox. is 15 bucks. So if you got some extra money and you're looking to, to try a game out, I want to encourage you to play Full Metal Furies with us. We're going to use that as our game of the show in two weeks. So once again, Ratchet & Clank's next week. Full Metal Furies is after that. It's only available for Xbox One and PC. So pick that game up if you haven't. Try it out and play it with me. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I can't wait to uh, to dive into it. I've heard a ton of great things about this game. Um, and that is our, our Game of the Week segment. Thank you so much for uh, kind of participating in that and I look forward to what we'll do in the future with it. Now, on to other games I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing, uh, I mentioned before that I'm doing this Destiny Road to 735 challenge, right? I'm trying to get to 735 before the next DLC comes out. And I've heard rumors that the next Destiny 2 DLC will be dropping uh, at the beginning of May, not the end of May. So I started early working on this. I made it all the way to 366 Lite on Monday, before the Go Fast update dropped for Destiny 2, which was a good idea since, well, I've been playing a lot of Go Fast update. However, I will say that D1 is really rough without anyone to matchmake into activities with. Even if it's just trying to matchmake into strikes, I love strikes in D1, I can't solo them. And so it's been rough on Destiny 1. And um I I might dip my toe in to try to get all the way to 400, but since I'm since I'm 365, I could at least get to to 335 in Destiny 2 and make it to 700. So that might I might adjust the goal sticks here. But I've not played on that alt account since uh the Go Fast update drops. And that brings us to Destiny 2. I played so much Destiny 2 this week, it's not even funny. I had so much fun with this game. If you haven't played Destiny 2 this la- in this last week, I would highly recommend you trying it out. If you uh, if you want to come back and, and check it out, the Go Fast update's exceptional. They basically buffed all your movement speed, Every almost every weapon class, They changed PvP around a lot, made it a lot more focused on those power weapons that allow you to have those one hit kill and hero moments. It's a lot less team shot oriented in that sense, although it is still a team focused game and so team shotting is good, but it's harder to team shot because people are moving quicker, they can escape better, and because... there, there's more access to these one-shot kill weapons and, and hero moments. I think hero moments are totally back. I played a little bit of everything this week. I did a Leviathan raid on Saturday. I did half of a Leviathan raid on Thursday. I did a, an Eater of Worlds raid that we finished in 50 minutes on Thursday with my raid team. I did Trials last night and got both the hand cannons. I've done five Prestige Nightfalls so far this week without getting the new Sniper that comes with that. Um, it's just been awesome. Patrols, missions, adventures, raids, trials. Everything's better with this update, in my opinion. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot more energized, and it's super great. And so if you if you like Destiny 2, definitely give it a shot. It is super fun. If you want to play with me sometime, let me know. I'm going to try to be as productive as I can on this random Joe show still, but uh, man, the Destiny 2 has got its hooks in me, and I'm enjoying this update tremendously. Uh, so that was Destiny 2. I also played some Fortnite, believe it or not. I'm not a big fan of Fortnite. Uh, I'm one of the only people <laughs> I feel like that doesn't like this game a lot, but I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite. I don't really like competitive games in general, and Fortnite's definitely that. And uh, and part of the reason I like it is because I'd rather work with people or be by myself. I also don't like the pacing of the game. You can go a whole 20 minutes without seeing anybody. I'd rather be in locked in combat constantly. That's one of the reasons I like the, the go-fast update so much. Uh, I don't like things. I don't like just sitting around. I like to be mobile, and, and in Fortnite, there's a lot of incentive to just kind of hole up and defend your spot, to to literally build a fort and sit in it until something happens. And uh, I'm not a big fan, but I did play with Larson and Voodoo. I had a lot of fun with them. Those guys are great. We actually won a game, which is crazy. So I got my first victory Royale. Uh, then I played with some of the kids in my youth group because I promised them I would on Wednesday, and we got a second place and a fourth place. Uh, I had a good time with them. I, I, I enjoy doing stuff that they like to do. Still not my cup of tea. So if you like Fortnite, awesome. I am happy for you. It is not my thing. Last couple games I played were uh, Slay the Spire. I did a little bit uh, this last Thursday. They, uh, they, they drop a patch every Thursday. And so I typically poke my head in, do a, a daily run or just a, a couple runs just to kind of get back into it. I love this game. It's great. If you've not played Slay the Spire, it's a card drafting game. And it's an early access, but it is just tremendous. Um, I, I can't recommend it to you more. If you like stuff like Magic the Gathering, I grew up playing Yu-Gi-Oh uh, as a trading card game. If you if you like anything like that, if you like Dominion, which is my favorite board game, which is a card drafting game, if you like Hearthstone, you gotta check this out. Slay the Spire, it's amazing. Um, and they keep updating the game. It's just really great. It's like a roguelike dungeon crawler, but it's a deck, it's, it's, it's a drafting game. It's great. Uh, also played some Diablo three. I'm working working my way through the game. Uh, mostly played this at the end of the week last week, and uh, just making my set a little bit better. Uh, I did some silly things like there's sometimes where you figure out that you use this online guide and it's not working the way it's supposed to. Like I'm a lot a lot squishier than I'm supposed to be. Well, it's because I was using the wrong ring. <laughs> Evidently, there's two rings that are that are named similar things, and I was using the wrong one for like hours of, of this thing so i'm having fun i'm like at torment 8 greater rift 37 making my way through the game enjoying myself in season 13 uh if you play diablo 3 let me know as well i'd love to get a chance to play with you I, i'm still enjoying it i'm not playing as much of it now that d2's feeling so nice but uh it's a, it's a good game still uh lastly Shadowgun legends it's a mobile game it's kind of like destiny and warframe had a child and it was on mobile. the The shooting in that game is pretty good, uh, and I'm enjoying it. the The missions are kind of are, are short, which I think is a good thing, but also uh, not as deep as i as I might want them to be. Um, I have some complaints about. They have like a power weapon system, and normally when you aim your gun at something, it just automatically fires. But because of the power weapons, you're supposed to be. Uh, it uses the three three weapon system like Destiny, um, except you've got your primary, a sidearm, and then you've got your uh, your power weapon. Now the power weapon thing, like I said, is I don't, I don't like having a button on screen that I have to, I have, I have a reload button for that gun. I have a shooting button for that gun. And then I have to direct it. If I stick my thumb somewhere else, I don't really like that. I wish that those guns fired automatically, even if you're losing ammo with them, it'd be better. Cause I just don't use them. And, uh, I did tweet about, uh, what I was thinking about shadow gun legends. And, and it was funny because I actually had the CEO of, of uh, Madfinger Games, the developer, uh, comment and say, "No, keep going. It's it gets better." And and so I've been playing more. I'm about level ten right now, and uh, got my first blue item, and the blue item was extremely cool. So that that's got me. It's gonna keep me going a little bit. I usually play a couple missions before bed, and uh, just enjoy some of that. So if you haven't tried out Shadowgun Legends, it's free. Definitely worth a, a download. Definitely worth checking out. Um, and, uh, it definitely scratches some of that old destiny itch. Cause you've got like almost a tower hub space. And then the missions are more like warframe style where you go in and you play on either. I'm not sure if it's a tile set that's like procedurally generated or if it's designed levels based upon that same tile set in one of four planetary locations, I've unlocked the first two. So I'm enjoying it so far. It's pretty good. I think the quality of the missions is actually going up as I get farther into the main missions. Um, but I'll let you know as I, as I play some more of that. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the, this episode of the random Joe show. That was my other game segment. Hope that you've been motivated to try something new or to play something with me this week. As always, I hope you have a great week gaming. And if you'd like to connect with me or the community that we're trying to develop here, you can hit me up on Twitter on my personal account, J R Meaden, M I E D E N, or the random Joe show Twitter, just random Joe show, no spaces, no, uh, whatever's just random Joe show. And uh, if you want into our Discord, you can always let me know. I'll get you an invite, and we'd love to have you in there. We just like to discuss games and and enjoy that, that kind of atmosphere of playing and enjoying and discovering new things together. Remember, our game of the week for the next couple weeks are Ratchet & Clank for PS4 next week and Full Metal Furies for Xbox One the week after that. 38-minute impressions this week are going to be Cameo, Elements of Power, which I'm kind of not sure about. And then uh, if I have time, basically if Destiny 2 will stop making me play it more. Uh, Road Not Taken for PS4. So that's the next game that's coming up on my uh, 38-minute impressions, Cameo and Road Not Taken. I've not played Road Not Taken, and I've barely played any Cameo. Kind of excited to try those out. Uh, Didn't have a great experience with Cameo, so not sure about that one, but we'll see. And I'll let you know, those will be coming out midweek Cameo for sure, Road Not Taken potentially. But in the meantime, you have fun gaming, and I will see you next time on The Random Joe Show.